welcome back to another episode of Life With Your Dog. My name's Panos and I would like to start off by saying a big apologies for our radio silence over the last couple of weeks. Actually, in fact, the last few weeks have got flown by so fast and it is that time of the year, so I guess a lot of things are going on and I feel really bad that we haven't been on here. So here I am today with something that I've been wanting to put out there for a while to the listeners. And it's something that I guess can be a good way to think about things coming towards the end of the year when we think we're coming towards the end of something, but I guess we are coming also towards the beginning of a new cycle. And thinking about this sort of mindset as we start to wind down and, you know, it's a silly season, you know, we're, we're, we're having a good time with friends and family and we're doing all the good stuff, enjoying a little bit more time with our dogs. Maybe some of you are working a little bit extra harder so you can, you know, um, lap up all that good times. But something that was inspired by Alex Hormozzi, a, um, someone who's on Instagram, entrepreneur, and he puts out a lot of good content, very, a lot of very good content, which is, which has been really helpful but something that he mentioned was an infinite versus finite games. Infinite versus finite games. So basically, within every thing that you're involved with, and we'll call that an infinite game, obviously the, the, the most relevant infinite game that we're all encountering is our life. And, you know, it starts from birth and finishes at death, you know, and, um, and you know, and, and some would say, that the stuff after and before it, but we'll talk about the actual life is that within that whole life, there's so much finite games happening within that, you know, and, you know, I guess it's kind of fractal in a way that some games go forever, but they have many short-term goal games within them. So as a couple of examples before I bring this to relevant in dog training is that you want to think about the goal of marriage isn't to get marriage. The goal of marriage is to stay married, you know, and thinking about that, that you do all the hard work to find your spouse, you get engaged, you get married, you know, and all of that seems like such a mission just to get to that point. And then now it's like, yeah, wow, we've done it. So it seems like the ending of being engaged and now the beginning of becoming married but that's not the goal. The, it barely has even started. You know, the, the goal of marriage is to stay married and would be this, something to think about, especially for you people that are married, you would resonate with this, is that as every year and every season goes by, you're learning more about yourself, learning more about your, your loved one, but then also the combination of you both, the family, will develop and grow, which then brings all of the good stuff and the bad stuff. And with that, there's a constant grind, if you want to call it grind, there's a constant evaluation and commitment towards your marriage, which would be about, well, then how are you looking after, after, after your actual relationship? What are the things that you do? How are you 
keeping a household together? How are you both contributing towards the family? Then, you know, how are you with, you know, socializing with your family and your friends? And like, there's so many things going on, which brings up all of its challenges and all of its goodness. And that within every single subcategory of the thing we call marriage is the, the finite games, the little games that are contributing towards the infinite game. So, it's not like now I'm married, I'm just going to, now it's just done. It should just work out. Well, it just doesn't work that way. Just the same thing with your health. You know, the goal of health is not to just get healthy, but it's to stay healthy. So, if you're training, if you're exercising, if you're looking after your nutrition and all those good things, it's not just about buying the supplements. You've got to take the supplements. You need to know which supplements are taken. You need to know it what sort of food to eat, how are you changing your mindset, and then also once you've done it and now you're really healthy and now life has changed, it now should be a thing that moving forward you want to stay healthy. So what are those finite games that you need to do towards yourself so that you can stay within the infinite game of, of that? Well, the goal of dog training isn't to just do dog training and then achieve some sort of goal, but it's a stay on par with the things that you did and learned and then applied to get you to that point. Now you just got to keep that. And that is the constant finite games within that whole big category we call dog training, dog ownership, however you want dog responsibility, however you want to see it. It's the things you do that got you to the point now that you have it. But now there's just as much effort that you need to do within the finite game. So let's just break this down. So what would we call a good trained dog or what is a, the outcome of dog training? Some would say it's about having an obedient dog who listens to you. It's about having a dog that's social, who knows how to be around other dogs, around other people, around other animals within your environment, habituation about being sound within your environment, how to engage with certain things, weather and construction sites and loud cars. Also about having manners, general manners. Dog's not jumping. He doesn't have to be told to behave. He just behaves because he has manners. Because he's been social and you've done training and you've taught him how to behave and interact with the world. It's about your management. It's all about your timing of reward, correction, you know, sit when to take your dog places, where not to take your dog places, learning from your mistakes. Like there's so many things going on. So I guess it would then come and I guess you would say all of those things are very important within your dog training. So what are your daily rituals? It's the daily rituals. When you think about it, it's like it's within the moment of what you're doing, the the time you dedicate towards the infant, whichever infinite game you're partaking in. We'll call it dog training. And if you're trying to look after your health and you're married or and you also run a business, well, then there's like many infinite games going on there. And we'll call them infinite games because we want them to last for you know, for a long period of time. I know that's not the definition of infinite. We'll go with that. And my interpretation of of the info that came to me. So within those finite games, some of those finite games may stop, but it doesn't mean that the infinite game has stopped. So for example, when I first acquired Chili, yes, I did a lot of obedience training, teaching him a good solid recall. He already had a relatively good recall at the time he understood his name and he knew to come but i wanted to sharpen it up to to what my standard was to have a down stay yes he did actually know how to lay down when i got him but he will lay down for a very long period of time for example today this morning helping out 
a client walking their dog and doing some extra training for them while, while they're away. So when I went over, we went for our walk. We did our thing. I left Chili outside in the shade. I told him to lay down. I went inside. I was probably in there for like 15 minutes doing a couple of things, wrapping things up and then speaking over a few things with, with, um, with the client. And I came back out. I told Chili, okay, he gets up. We walk now. I couldn't adhere to his down if I was inside with the door closed. Like I couldn't correct him if he broke position. I couldn't tell him what not to do or what to do. But because we've done so much practicing and I've proofed that behavior, now I have some sort of reliability. But at first, I had to work with small increments. I had to teach him to stay there for a minute, three minutes, five minutes, seven minutes, ten minutes. I had to build that up. We had good management, tethering him. And if I was inside... If I was inside the house, it's been three and a half minutes, I'd probably go out there to check if everything was all right and I could reward him so that I could train that behavior so I can have a proofed behavior. Then I've generalized it so much that now it's just become part of our language. So to have the obedient dog that is social and to have some manners, well, I had to work on his downstay, which was a small game or small activity within our my ownership of Chili, which then added towards the infinite game. So now when I, if you can hear that sound in the background, that is Nookie trying to leave the study where we're podcasting, but no, Nookie, you will stay. Nookie, come here. Cool girl. So in saying this, my point here, and I think it's a different perspective of things that we've mentioned a lot in this podcast, is that whatever the thing that you're involved in, there. It's, it's not like now that you have it, it's, it's all good. Like, for example, yes, I've been in business for 12 years. That's great. That sounds awesome. But it wasn't, it was at the moment when I started the business. Wow, I've started a business. I have a business. That's cool. Five years down the track. Oh, yeah, I'm still in. But like, it, that crime does not stop. 12 years later, it's not like I can be like, now I sit down and I don't have to work anymore. It's actually probably just as much effort, probably more effort to maintain it. Just after I podcast here, it's going to be eight o'clock at night. I've still got things to do. Walk my dogs, feed them, feed myself, go to the gym. So I've chosen to have many different infinite games going on, but that, that doesn't mean that I don't get to tend to those things anymore because I've already achieved them. What I need to do is see the finite games within those things and then that's what we would call goals and have a to-do list so you can add towards the, 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 the end goal. You need to work on smaller chunks, things that you can actually achieve. Well, if I want to be healthy and strong, I need to like get to that gym and, and move my body appropriately for a certain amount of time throughout my week. Because that week becomes months, becomes years already. I can't believe the year's over. It's it's the end of the year already. And and another year's gone past. So we need to have a time within this period of the year to look back and go, all right, well, what are my infinite games? What are my infinite games within my dog training? You may be doing high-level obedience training or some sort of sport with your dog. Along with you want your dog to be able to be sociable and livable so you can go and do things. Like, for example, you may have... You may have a party that's happening or a gathering in the park with all your friends and it'll be cool to take your dog, but your dog's not able to to participate within that activity because he's reactive to people or he blows up when he sees other dogs or he just is an annoying dog and barks all the time. So you need to, I would suggest within this time of the year, maybe look back on, well, what is it that, that I've been working on this year? What are the things that have been, that, that have come up as issues and how am I going to project that into the into the year coming not to have a resolution on anything you're not resolving anything I want you to because to resolve means that you've 
you finished it. I want you to see an opportunity, an opportunity to be like, well, what have I learned? What is that that I can do better? How am I going to add towards my infinite games? Another example that I say to my clients is the individual who has the big house, the four investment houses, the boat, the six, the six cars, he's got all these things going on, you know, a, a company to run and whatever, whatever, right? And it's like, wow, all these things to have. Now, unless you're like, you know, proper rich and you can just like pay people to look after those things, you know, you've got to like kind of tend to those things. You need to tend to your boat. You need to tend to your your children. You need to tend to your dog, um, tend to your garden. Again, you can outsource all that and get someone to look after them, but then you're not like actually connected to those things. So, let's just say, let's just assume for the example that you are in control and in charge and responsible for all those things. Well, it means that you need to like work on all those things to maintain them. You can't just get the boat and let it sit outside and then it it withers away and breaks down now. It's not worth the same thing. You can't even ride it on the water. What's the purpose of it? Well, I guess I see some people accumulating a lot of dogs. They accumulate three, four, five dogs going, I love dogs, but then like not having any time to be able to contribute to all of that. And rather than having half the amount of dogs and then putting more all that time and energy into what it is that you're working on. Like now if you have four dogs, that's cool. I'm not judging you. I actually don't care. And I'm very happy for you. However, don't have four dogs and then not be tending to them. That's four different infinite games happening. Are you going to be able to work all those finite games within that to just maintain those four things and let and let your dogs thrive? You know, rather than having less amount of dogs, putting more work into it because what are your daily rituals looking like? How many things do you need to do to so that by the end of your day, you're fulfilled? You can fulfill your animals biologically, mentally, and physically. You can look after yourself, look after your business, look after your work situation, your finances, your relationships, all those different things that are going on in the background. I feel that now maybe some people don't take on enough and we want to encourage them to take on some more infinite games because, you know, maybe a few things are holding them back. Maybe they're scared. Maybe they're feeling insecure. Maybe they they're, they haven't got the opportunity or whatever it is that's holding somebody back. Let's just say that you're taking on too many things. Well, then that could be just as much of a problem because you take not, you've taken on so much stuff, not understanding how many, how much effort and energy you need to put into it for those things to continue to run. And again, not just to survive, you want them to thrive. You know, I want three of my dogs to thrive. I want Spades, he's 13 years old. I want him to be, you know, the best version of himself that he can be. Now, obviously, you know, time and age is catching up to him, but but he's still in good shape, good health. And again, it's because I've put a lot of energy and effort to have to look after him. I've got to, you know, make sure he's eating correctly and he's being exercised and then looking after, you know, his hygiene, all that sort of stuff, you know, grooming him and stuff. So it's something to think about, something that I've had to remind myself. And again, I was going through the list today of of po- podcast topics. And I think this was something that I've been wanting to to talk about for a while. I would have loved to talk to somebody about it, but today was a solo episode and and um and it's something that that was a good reminder for me. And I'm going to wrap that topic up there. But a few things that I want to say is that thank you for listening to another episode of Life With Your Dog. Really do appreciate you guys. It's been an awesome year this year. We've had we have heaps of guests coming on and that's been really awesome, been really fun to gain new perspectives and to explore different ideas and also to um to, to spread more more good good um good efforts and good training from so many different trainers um, around the world. 
However, the year to come, we are going to put a lot more effort into getting a lot more guests on and we're going to really pump that out. So if there's any guests, guest ideas that you guys have, anyone that you would like to listen to, please send them through. Maybe the best way to send that is either through uh, just DM us on Instagram or you can email us at lifewithyourdog at gmail.com. Probably better to do it through Instagram. It just like seems like me and Luke kind of see that more often and you can kind of reach out to us personally as well on our Instagrams. And... So, if there's a guest I guest that you would like to hear from and for us to go in a little bit more deeper. And, of course, if you know this person, um, then that'd be cool for you to, like, maybe, you know, um, hook us up, connect us if, if, you're, if you're in that position. And also, I hope you guys are having a great time of the year. I know it can be a, a struggle for some of you and it can be a really awesome time for others. So, I just hope all the best for everybody. And... Hope you're training your dogs. I hope you're looking after your dogs. Watch out. New Year's Eve is on a, on around the corner. Those fireworks are gonna are gonna be going off and lots of activity. Your rituals and your routines are a little bit out as well. So something else to to acknowledge that something that I've had just a couple of days off o- over the Christmas period and just having a few days off, I kind of feel that I was thrown off. And I think something that that, that is interesting. Obviously, something that I like to preach is, you know, have structure over routine. Routine can kind of like, you know, break you down and it's maybe not so optimal. But I think rituals, rituals kind of is a different way of thinking about something that I've just been, I'm just thinking out loud right now. So, bear with me, is that having a really set regimented routine can be, you know, off-putting. If you're nine o'clock this, eight o'clock that, you have to do this at this time, then your dogs are going to you know, be you're going to be too predictable for your dog's behaviours. You still want to get those in there. But I think a little bit of of normality kind of helps like being at work and finishing the day. And I think there's some there's a beauty in the mundane everyday tasks that can kind of, you know, keep us together. And I think that's what actual life is, is is the everyday stuff, not all just the fun things. But something to think about is that if you are, if you do have like two or three weeks off, you know, maintain your your structure with your dogs, maintain your own structure with your own life. Because as far as I'm concerned, the new year has begun the day after Christmas. As soon as that day after Christmas is on, treat that like it's a new year right now. Don't wait for December 1, December 5th. And before you know it, it's February 18th. Think of the new year's begun already. What are you doing now? Are you still training? Are you still getting out there? Are you still working on your goals and your dreams and everything else? Don't treat this time like it's a time off. You want to be getting after and working towards it. You know, start setting up what are your goals for next year for your dog? Do you want to sign up for that agility class? Did you want to start signing up with, you know, a different dog sport? Or are you thinking about, you know, and, you know, getting a dog trainer in and going, hey, I want to take my training to a different level. If you're listening to this, you're you're informed and you're and you're getting the you're getting the minutes of listening and, and educating. But again, remember, dog training is not about gathering information and listening to things. Dog training is about doing the training with your dog. A leash and some food in your pouch and a ball or, or a tugs. <laughs> Have get your hands dirty, be working your dogs and work towards something. Maybe you don't want to do anything formal like hire a trainer or go to a dog sport, but you really wanted to work with your dog's healing or you wanted to teach your dogs a range of different tasks or maybe your dog's reactive and he's freaking out at the world and you want to be able to get more under control with that. So make sure that you're writing your goals for for the year to come. I like to have a word for the year. I haven't really um, made my word public, but 
but the, the, the word for this year was breakthrough. For me to break through personally and, and within my own world, I want to break through to another level. And breaking through is a bit uncomfortable. You're, you're, you're making cracks within your damn wall. You're, you're stretching your skin. You're, you know, you're getting to another level, which means there's going to be a bit of uncomfort and also lots of persistence. And I thought breakthrough at the beginning of the year was going to be a different thing for me, um, but I didn't break through and 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 spread my wings, so to speak. For me, I feel that I've broke through, like I've gone deeper within myself, so I can come out, so I can share more with you and help my clients and and be of service to my family and the people around me. So that's what this year has been about. The year to come, I'm I'm still deciding on on what that word is, but again, I like to have a word for the year to project us into project you into your year. What are you aiming at? You know, what is your why? Um, something that I heard from Jocko Willink the other d- day and he quoted someone else that, again, I don't have the, the the guy's name, I'm sorry, but he says, whoever has a why can bear any how. Something to that effect. So, what's your why? What? Why are you listening to this? Why are you training your dog? Why are you interested in dog behavior and training? You know, why? why is that? And Understand your why, and then your how will come to be. But again, it won't just come to you. You're not just going to manifest it out of the clouds. You need to write things down. You need to aim towards it. So, a little bit of advice um, that I thought I'd share. And again, remember, everything that I'm talking about in the podcast is usually something that I'm saying to myself, especially these monologues. The, the, this monologue episodes, I've been treating this as a as a journal for myself and catalog cataloging my thoughts and sharing it with the people that actually care to listen. So I really do appreciate if you're if you're still listening to this at this um time of the um, of the podcast. I love you guys. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. Happy New Year for it to come. Merry Christmas for the other day and much love to you all. Have a great day or night and we'll speak to you soon. See ya.